Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute, folks. I'm Steve Azar reminding us all there's certainly many wonderful things culturally and cool, flat-out fun to do in Mississippi. Just go to visit Mississippi.org to find out more. All right, today I'm fortunate uh, to have one really good man I've just gotten to know him recently at the Grant Fuhrer charity event, and he made his way to the Delta with his bride, Kari. He's a former Northwestern University defensive back, uh, and he made his way to the NFL for many years with the San Diego Chargers, then the New York Giants. Like I said, he was in our Mississippi Delta uh, recently, and I didn't get a ton of time with him, but this is what this interview is for. You know me, guys. You know me. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate him coming down to the Delta, helping us raise money for a lot of wonderful causes for the arts for kids. His big bro, the legendary jazz trumpeter, Woody Shaw. So we're going to talk some music as well. I can't wait to understand where all this talent comes from one family and what his folks did. What a special family. So let's get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. One beautiful man in Pete Shaw. What's up, Pete? What's up, Stevie? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You guys, uh, I know the trip to the Delta isn't easy to get to, but I always make the, I always go, you know, that, that road runs two ways. You know, it's not easy to get to San Diego either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, uh, so I really appreciate you guys making the trip and, uh, and just, you guys are such a wonderful addition. It was you and Dwight Hicks and Greg Lloyd. Mark Patterson, we had a Mark, Michael Aruzioni. You guys were all the newbies, and uh, just what a wonderful addition. So I want to thank you now. Uh, really appreciate you guys coming. Well, it was a real pleasure, and I appreciate the invitation. And uh, all the guys had a great time. And Greg told me uh, at the end of the tournament, he said, "I'd do this again, Pete." Uh, <laughs> well, I good. Had a great time and good people. Yeah, you know, you know, Pete. There's Hotel California, the song. You can check into the Delta Soul anytime you want, but once you're in, you can't leave either. So uh, <laughs> we're in with you. We, we, you guys, we're just really, really blessed to have you. Um, well, thank you. So let's let's dig back because I want to understand what it was like. And did you play music as well? You know, I've got a lot of friends who like you guys are professional musicians and professional athletes from one family. And so take me back to growing up. Where'd you grow up? How'd you get to Northwestern University? Obviously, uh, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame, Northwestern, there's, those are schools that you had to bring the books along with the athletic ability. So, so take me back to growing up and what it was like to be around your brother, Woody, and, and did you play music as well? Well, only music I played, Steve, was the flutophone when I was in grade school. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't carry a note from twelve feet, twelve inches. You know, uh, that's not my my gig. Wow. But my dad, um, who was a gospel singer back in the thirties, Diamond Jubilee Singers, they were actually rated in Variety magazine. I saw uh, way back when. Um, wow, they were actually ranked. Um, and he, he's the, 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 the genesis of uh, the music in the family. Uh, my sister played clarinet. She sings in the choir. Um, my, uh, my brother Woody, obviously, you know, he started playing um, very young. 
very young. I think he was uh, probably 11 years old, something like that. And, um, I mean, he was the, the, obviously the, the most talented musician in the family. And um, when I was a kid, he'd uh, go in his room, close the door, and practice his trumpet all day. Come out, grab dinner, go back in, pray, close the door, wow. and practice trumpet the rest of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, he was uh, obviously a dedicated uh, artist and dedicated musician and loved uh, loved jazz. And, uh, you know, so we, we he wasn't an athlete and I wasn't a musician. Um, but uh, we had some talent in the family. So you guys grew up in New Jersey. What part? The New, Newark we grew, area? We grew, grew up, yeah, we grew up in Newark, New Jersey. We both grew up in Newark, New Jersey. Woody was born... Uh, Woody was born down in Lawrenburg, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, my parents were very young, and then they came up to New Jersey. Um, but I was born, my brother and my sister, and I were all born in New Jersey, and we we're all raised in New Jersey. You know, it's interesting because my buddy Richard Berge, his brother plays for uh, with Billy Joel. He was in in Bob Marley and the Whalers, and he's with Billy Joel now. But uh, and they both were really good athletes. Well. Well, Richard was a really good athlete, and they lived next door to Joe Walsh, and their dad used to have all these concerts, and they were from New Jersey. So okay. they were from your neck of the woods. It's interesting. You know, we talk about in Mississippi, there's something in the water. Musically, it's just artistically, it's insane uh, who all came from here, and we celebrate that. But, I mean, you guys are probably a mi miles apart doing the same thing in a different backyard. It's just, it's just really interesting. Musically, like, if... Looking at Woody, I mean, I know it may have been just something that God had a plan, but but do you think growing up there where he did, did he start taking up the trumpet in Jersey, or was, you know, how old was he, and do you feel like oh, your yeah. surroundings mattered, I guess is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, he, we're so close to New York City, um, and there's a lot of influence out of uh, New Jersey. Um, you know, you got people... You got people like uh, Dionne Warwick is from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people, and I'm pulling I'm, I'm the blank, but um, it's a music capital, you know. Um, yeah. It's just um, flush with musicians. Right. Um, and I, I can't believe I'm, I'm drawing this. Well, you got Springsteen, but... Bon Jovi, as far as yeah, right, rock guys. Exactly. But, 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 but come on, there's been plenty of incredible singers, songwriters, and artists come from New Jersey. And like you said, the influence in New York right there. Uh, there was a lot going on, but like for him, I want to stay on him for a second. I mean, like, was he? How old was he when he started to gig? Do you remember sneaking out the house? Was your were your folks okay with him going to play? I mean, he he's oh, yeah. he's one he of the was greats. Underage, yeah, he was underage. He was playing uh, as a teenager in clubs at night, right? <clears throat> and um, yeah, yeah, my parents allowed it um, because he wanted. I mean, it was his passion. Yeah. And I don't remember him sneaking out because I was too young, but um, I know that's what he did. And he, I, I recall him saying that uh, he was underage when he was playing his, playing his gigs, you know, in uh, local local uh, establishments. Um, then when uh, at 16, he left school. I mean, he was going to go to Juilliard. Wow. And he left school to go to, uh, to Paris. Play wow. with Eric Dolphy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, at 16 years old. He, um, he left school, went to Paris by himself. To meet Eric Dolphy, and Eric Dolphy unfortunately passed, but Woody stayed, stayed in Paris, and you know stayed there from, for several years, and had uh, tremendous success there. So he came back speaking French and German and a couple other languages. Well, um, it's a totally different education, but it doesn't mean that you're not out there getting your doctorate or your. It's a master class in what he was doing. Were your folks? Um, you know, yours was so education based and yours was big time education. I mean, it was, it's, you know, it's difficult to get into those schools. So right. an athlete, being an athlete or not, it, it's actually a double head, you know, a double edged sword, sword there. You have to be both great at both. So what was it like for them? I mean, were they like, we get it and we are all in with that? Or was there any sort of like, uh, them going like, wait a minute, what are you doing, Woody? No, no, they were. Um, he was uh, a strong-willed person, <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, he was dedicated. Um, they understood the value of an education, but neither of them graduated from high school. Um, so it wasn't until uh, well, my sister came along, but she got married early. She was a really good student. And it wasn't until I came along that I was the first one to graduate from college for my family. Wow. Um, and always knew the value of an education. My mother was always telling me... Uh, 
when I was a kid, Pete, um, get your education. I don't want you to have to work like mom and dad do, you know, because they were not educated people and they were laborers. Yeah. So yeah, I left the, the breakfast table every morning with that in mind, you know, get your education, get your education. And then when I was about uh, 12 years old, I had a teacher that said, Pete, you know, you're a pretty good athlete and you're a good student. Do you know that colleges will pay you to um, uh, play football for them? I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had no idea about college scholarships until I was 12 years old. Wow. And that became my goal from that point on. I was going to win a, uh, a college scholarship, um, you know, because I had to get good grades and I was a good athlete as well. I told my mother that one day when we were sitting at the breakfast table. I said, Mom, guess what? I'm going to win a scholarship for fo- uh, college football. I said, that's nice, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You could be a little bit more excited, Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she was going, okay, well, let's go get it done, you know, in her mind. But that was nice. I love it. Well, I want to keep digging into what your folks did as well. We're going to take a break with the fabulous Pete Shaw. Love it. Love. I'm looking forward to talking about football and his journey to the NFL and then, you know, what he's doing now. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio as always. I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. Go to visitmississippi.org. If you're going to go somewhere, I'll be right back. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News on air and online. supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions with a 70% chance of rain, high near 91. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 72. Your finally Friday, a 60% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And for your Saturday, a 30% chance of showers, sunny skies, high near 94. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bathfitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter whether it's getting the kiddos to school i love you bye mom or taking it off road and uphill oh yeah yeah (laughs) oh yeah baby we've got the right tires for you tire depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose from everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance tire depot has you covered alignments mounting and balancing lift kits and general repair Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Rocking down a Mississippi Minute, all 61 of them. Just go with it. My brother Joe said that. I'm with Pete Shaw, former NFL New York Giants. Uh, Pete, where else did you play? You played for San Diego, right? San Diego Chargers. Yeah. That was your first stop, the San Diego Chargers in the NFL? Stop. Yeah, that's where I got drafted, in San Diego. It's hard to leave San Diego once you live there. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that weather's something. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org, as I always say. Uh, and I'm excited to keep diving in. Okay, Woody, so your folks are they're laborers. What did they do? Well, uh, my mother made boxes, and my dad used to tell me he was a wire drawer. I, to this day, I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was a wire drawer. That's what he told me. Wow. Said, okay, Dad. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Well, and so they go from Carolina, obviously, for work to Jersey, right? And you, your right. brother is the old. Was Woody the oldest? He's the oldest. He's the oldest. Okay, so you're born in Jersey, actually. I'm born in Jersey. Okay, all right, so let's get to it. You tell your mom you're at the kitchen table. Rearview mirror me some time between that time, because you're 12. Um, what right. position were you playing? Were you the quarterback, the running back, the shortstop, the point guard? I, you know, I want to know the whole athletic and then, you know, deal the journey. Back when you and I grew up, we had to play all sports, you know, so – um, I don't know what it was like for you guys in Jersey. We went to a really small Catholic school here. So what? take me back growing up and then, you know, as Northwestern started calling, get me there. Okay. All right. So in the beginning uh, playing sports, I played uh, football, basketball, and baseball. Baseball and football were my favorite. Basketball, I was too short. I, I was too physical. So that got scratched off the list. I used to, when we used to play basketball, uh, they used to call me a hack because, I, you know, I was pretty physical. So I said, okay, this is not my sport. But baseball, uh, my buddy and I would play from like can't see in the morning to can't see at night. Uh, we'd be out there with a you know stick ball, a little uh, box on the wall, um, playing baseball, playing baseball. Then we played little league baseball. So I played little league baseball. Then I went to high school and I was an all-state baseball player. I was a center fielder. Um, football, I started as a sophomore in the football team as a running back and a defensive back. Um, and had, you know, tons of offers. Uh, at Ivy League schools to, you know, Nebraska were national champs when I came out of high school. So I was recruited by Nebraska. I was recruited by uh, Princeton, Dartmouth, Columbia, and Yale, you know, by the, by the same token, and, and Northwestern. And so um, during that journey, um, I decided that I, I wanted a Ivy League education, but I wanted to play big-time football. And Northwestern offered both. Um I mean, it came down to Northwestern and Nebraska. That's interesting, uh, interesting uh, uh, decision. But uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty hard to turn down the national champs. It's kind of like if Alabama comes knocking on your door, it's hard, hard to turn you know, Lou Saban down. But um, I did, and I chose to go to Northwestern, and I started the third game of my freshman year. Um, as a matter of fact, my parents saw me play that uh, that game. Uh, we played uh, played Michigan, Notre Dame. Third game was against uh, Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh. And um, <laughs> long story there, but uh, when I went to Pitt, I can tell the story now because it's so, so long ago. <laughs> when I went to Pitt for the first time, I was recruited. I took a recruiting trip, and I told them, not so much. They said, what do you think? I said, not so much. I don't think I'm coming to Pitt. They said, if, we, if you come back, will you take a second trip with, with your girlfriend? Because my girlfriend wanted to go to school wherever I went. She went. Uh, she wanted to go to Northwest on a full scholarship, actually. So I said, uh, okay. So we took a trip. It's against NC2A regulations. But uh, they offered me to fly my parents all my home games. They offered her full scholarship. They offered, um, what was it, uh, I mean, an expense account, a vehicle, a car. And I said, Pete, if you take this, they own you, okay? They, they literally own you. So I said, uh, <laughs> no, I can't come to Pitt. I can't come to Pitt because I wanted to be a dentist. And I was going to go their dental school. I had a great dental school. Wow. And so, Love yeah, it. so they flew us, flew us out there first class and, uh, you know, had that kind of weekend, put her in the, the hotel, put me in the dorm with the fellas. And, you know, it was a nice weekend, but I was uh, street smart enough to know that, you know, you do something illegal like that, uh, you own, you know, they own you. Right. So right. I didn't do that. Good. So anyway, wound up going to Northwestern and, like I said, started in uh, started my, my freshman year, third game. And um, wound up staying for five years because I was going to graduate on time, but I hurt my knee in my junior year, so I took a redshirt year. What'd you uh, do, to Pete? What'd you do to it? 
Uh, it was a uh, medial collateral ligament. Uh, I had stretched it out. I hadn't torn it. A wonderful time. Um, I eventually tore it in the pros. Um, but I stretched my medial collateral ligament, and um, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, the year that year that they uh, I did it, uh, we had played. We always started with uh, Michigan and, and Notre Dame. <laughs> I think it. Michigan beat us probably forty-five to nothing, and it did. Notre Dame game might have been worse in the second game. So they wanted me to come back that season. I said, I can't help this team. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm going to take my red shirt. See, I'm not coming back for this. Well, back then they would. Yeah, back then they cut you when you had a, a if if the, well you had a stretched ligament, but when you did finally get it done, they cut you from the ankle to the top of the thigh. Back then, I mean now yeah, you now you know, got a couple dots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like back like now, I have I have about a six inch scar on my knee. Yeah. Um, yeah. From, and then I had to wear a full full calf, full leg calf. And um, there have been guys with the same injury, and like you said, there a couple of dots. They they yeah. do the surgery. Uh, with scopes and and uh, you know, they never have to put a, a hard cast on, you know. Yeah. And some some guys can come back from knee surgery during the season. Oh yeah, well I know. I know. My brother is the he's actually the Memphis Grizzlies orthopedic surgeon. He's the chief of staff at Campbell's Clinic has been for many years, and so I've gone into surgeries every once in a while. He doesn't let me go anymore because I'll, I always kind of question things, and he's going like, "Go get in the corner over there and and." Get away. But but the funny thing was I wanted to you, you wanted to do the dentistry thing. You know, the music was what I wanted to do, but I was going to college to do uh, be an, go to optometry school. So it didn't work okay. out for you. You're not messing with anybody's teeth and I'm not messing with anybody's eyes. And I, I think that you would have been a lot better dentist than I would have been an eye doctor. There's no doubt no, about no. that. I can tell you that. But no, it's uh, interesting, though, the difference in how they orthopedic guys i mean they get you up and running i mean they it's crazy the difference in what they did when we were all growing up the you know know, like they put a big old cast they would never do that i mean you'd be up and at them and and rehabbing a few days later but okay so you're doing that you take your fifth year you know my brother actually went to notre dame my dad did so there was a lot of uh in my my nephews and brother-in-laws all went to notre dame so i was used to uh watching uh you know them get upset at the tv uh when things right. weren't going good for the golden domers <laughs> so right, right, you know, right. but but what so you're you come back your fifth year are you already sort of uh what about all american status who's paying attention you know yeah or, I, yeah yeah i was i was i was i was consensus all big 10 uh both years my last two years all big first team all big 10 uh i made a couple honorable mention all, all american teams you know basically because my team um record wasn't that good <laughs> we sucked yeah 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 no no that you know um right they've come a long way since then uh pat fitzgerald the current head coach has done a phenomenal job now they're competitive they're competing sure. in bowl games and they're winning bowl games so right they're good um, yeah 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 it's a different era different era but um yeah that was um that was it uh <laughs> hey someday Sometimes yeah. I have those moments. Have well, those moments I, what are you talking up. about? Everybody's used to my show. They're always going, when's Steve going to go sideways? It's going to happen. <laughs> Pete, just get ready. No, you know, I'm thinking about, you look back, and and if you think about it, you you were a little bit of an underdog, right, not being on a winning team. How do you get noticed when you're not winning? Um, because, I, because my high school team was undefeated my senior year, and I was never, I never considered myself a loser. Um, and I always said, uh, I used to tell my teammates, I said, they can kick your, your butt, but they're not kicking my butt today. And, you know, I have a little, little stronger language, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, sure. And so my whole thing was, you can beat everybody else. You're not beating me. You know what I mean? So were you I was known obs- as a hard hit, a really hard, hard hitter. I was about to ask you that. Where he's a lot of speed and hitting hard. Yeah. Yeah. I was, they, they say I was the hardest hitting defensive back in the big Ten and Jack Tatum. So I wow. wore that. I wore that honor with pride. You know, Jack is from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, and he went to Ohio State, and I went to Northwestern. So uh, to be compared to Jack, I was very proud. Today, not so much. I was about to ask you how how does it feel now? Is what I was about to ask you. <laughs> yeah, huh? Almost hits. <laughs> the hits, the hits. They they took their toll. They took their toll. I you know I got some aches and pains, but uh, yeah. we couldn't hit, we couldn't hit like that today. You know the way we did back then. Um, yeah, we'd be broke. We weren't making enough to pay the fines uh, back then. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gotten so interesting now. I mean, if you're a quarterback, you can just – you sort of got a bubble around you. Like a, you're like almost like an iron gate around you. You cannot touch them. <laughs> <We're>, exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, we're going to go into another break. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I've got Pete Shaw on the line uh, and excited. Go to visit Mississippi.org. That's going to excite you, I promise. Pete, you get to play DJ. We are the birthplace of American music. Uh, in the spirit of your brother Woody, one of the greatest ever. Let's see. Let's. Do you want to hear Howlin' Wolf or Mississippi John Hurt into the break? <laughs> Mississippi John Hurt. You got it. You got it. Don't go nowhere, Pete Shaw. He is not quite as sideways as I am, and you guys know it. We'll be right back. <laughs> It's for yourself. It's nobody here can walk it for you. You got to walk the Red Valley for yourself. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news on air and online. Supertalk.fm. Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embraves baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where customers are game. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Halito, this summer, July 14th through the 17th, the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians invite you to the 71st edition of the Choctaw Indian Fair. Come and experience Choctaw foods, traditional music, dances, and visit the Arts and Crafts Pavilion for exquisite art, Native American jewelry, Choctaw basketry, and so much more. Don't miss popular midway rides, nightly concerts under the stars, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stickball. The Choctaw Indian Fair is back. For more information, visit us online at ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hutch a piece Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at Fillmore Buick GMC. C.com. Feel more Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Delta variant now makes up a majority of new COVID cases in our state. From June 16th through the 25th, the more contagious strain of the virus accounted for 78% of all new cases in the state. The spread of the Delta variant in Mississippi coincides with a national trend as it accounts for over half of all new cases in the United States. The Department of Health is reporting 427 new COVID cases. That's the highest one-day rise since mid-April. Billions could be used to 
upgrade Mississippi's infrastructure if the federal spending bill is passed. MDOT's new executive director, Brad White, is still waiting to see how that all pans out. And there's still in a lot of negotiations up there as far as what they're going to do with the infrastructure bill. and. Um, from my days in Washington, I know that there's nothing's for sure until you've got it in your hands. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I hope it's not too late. Pete Shaw, former NFL star, former All-American Northwestern University, where you actually have to study and uh, and do more than play football. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Take, you know, keep, you know, just make sure if you see somebody litter, just get their tag numbers and call it in. And say I did it because we got to keep our hallowed ground pristine as it can be. Go to visit Mississippi.org. So many wonderful things to do. Come visit down here and see the Jim Henson Museum, eight miles from my house. And maybe I'll take you to eat all of you guys to Jim's Cafe. Hey Pete, let's get into. Uh, um, okay, so you get you take your fifth year, you go to the NFL. You know the drafts. You don't have the combine back then. So take me through your recruiting process. Uh, as far as recruiting, what I'm saying, your draft process, uh, you get agents, you get what happens. You're are you you're a smart guy? Are you your own agent? Are you and then you no, make your way. I, I, I was smart enough not to be my own agent, <laughs> but we we did have a lawyer, an attorney that had attended Northwestern, who had represented uh, two guys before me uh, that had been drafted in the third round um, a couple years before me at, by the Minnesota Vikings. So one was a wide receiver, one was a tight end. One guy named was Jim Last, the other was Steve Craig. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. so he was good enough to represent them. Um, you know, it was kind of automatic. So um, the, the the attorney name was Dick Lynn. He uh, represented me and another running back um, that came out the same year I did, and he, he started as a freshman as well. So um, yeah, we got the draft was a whole lot different back then than it is today. Um, you know, I went to um, I sat around and waited by the telephone and for a while then. Uh, it didn't ring. I was pretty disappointed. And by the time the third round was over, I hadn't gone. So mm-hmm. I went to chemistry class. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, my I don't know where I was. I must have been in my girlfriend's room or something. But my roommate called and said, that I, he said the charges called you. Wow. So, yeah, he said, uh, he said, they want you to call him back. I said, okay. <laughs> they want you to call him back. So I wasn't, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I wasn't even excited, Steve. I was disappointed. Yeah, oh, I, I, I get it. I get it. A little chip on your shoulder when you decide. And, and, and then, right, go ahead and answer that. I'm sorry. No, yeah, there, there was. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought I should have gone sooner, you know. But, hey, you know, um, now I look back and I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, you're but not. I had to have that kind of uh, chip on my shoulder to, to play the way I did, to play yeah. how I did, you know. Uh, so, I, I played in a couple of all-star games, you know, in the uh, in the off season. I mean, we 
after the season ended. Right, to go do the uh, – back in the whole yeah. days when they had those all-star games. Yeah, when they still yeah, – I exactly. guess they still do. But, but a lot of kids – a lot of kids now are leaving and they're not playing – they're not even playing in their bowl games. I mean, what do you think about that? Because they don't want to get hurt and they want to get themselves ready for the combine. I mean, I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, it's a business now, Steve. It's, it's not – I mean, we were making, you know, my first salary was $25,000. You know? <laughs> it's still relevant relevant with the times because I don't understand how people could even live off of you know you know what I'm saying nowadays yeah. it's absurd but I do know what you're saying it was almost like did you have to have another job on the right. side well I did <laughs> I worked yeah. I worked in the off seasons when I was a, a professional athlete I mean it was obviously uh, not just for for money but it was for experience and. Um, you know, because I always knew I wasn't going to play football forever. It was life after football. Mm-hmm. I knew it was life after football. So um, that was one of the reasons I worked in the offseason. But it, the supplemental income did help. Okay, you're talking you supplemental know? income, but what were you doing to be able to stay in shape? How were you, you know, what was your regiment during the day? What would you do? The, the regiment was, um, was running uh, after work, um, you know, running with guys, uh, other former players. Uh, that lived in the, in the neighborhood. We had kids from San Diego State. Uh, a couple guys came back from different different cities or different teams, and we'd all work out together. So, but it wasn't it wasn't like it is today, where they pay the guys to work out at the facility. Yeah, you know, you yeah. you get uh, you get compensated for working. I wouldn't have had a, I wouldn't have taken a um, an off season job had I had that kind of setup. What kind of workout? I mean, as far as weight training, was that a big deal back then as well for you guys? You know. Some guys, it was it wasn't it wasn't as um, prevalent as it is today. I mean, we used to think that making uh, throwing, using too many weights would make you slow or stiff or um, you know not flexible. Um, but then, as time went on, you know, weight training was essential to what uh, what guys were doing in their training. But we didn't do as much weight. Uh, there were some guys that were were really big into them, um, but I wasn't. You know, because um, we didn't have a great weight program at Northwestern, um, unlike at Nebraska, where weights have always been part of their their, their mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, probably schools like Ohio State. Uh, right. We didn't do that. You know, I was at a private school that you know most of the guys were glad when football season was over. You know. So um, was your body sort of uh, naturally designed for it? I mean, looking back, you know, some people have to work at it and all that. But you, did did you sort of were you gifted in that regard? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was a muscular little guy. I couldn't even play um, Pop Warner when I was a kid because I was too heavy. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, not fat, but just too thick, you know. That was good for um, those kids. You'd have killed everybody. I mean, I remember playing those YMC days. <laughs> I had one. Uh, you listen, it's so funny you bring this up. You talk about how hard you hit. I was a tailback. And, and and I was an overachiever, and then I became an underachiever. But as as a as a sixth grader, we had this a buddy of mine, and I was talking to him recently. And his nephew's playing at Mississippi State now. But uh, he was a small guy. But he played defensive end, and it, he was on my team. Thank goodness. But the problem was we had to scrimmage all the time. And every time they'd call the play to go to his side, I said, "I just say, Coach, please let me." You know, because they were in the huddle. Can I go to the other right. side? He was because he hit you so hard. I mean, it's, you could you could not only feel it as a as somebody getting hit, but you could hear it. And he would always talk about back in the day when I didn't understand, you know, hitting through the player. Well, he'd hit more than through me. He'd take me he'd take my breath away. When you were hitting back then, what was your mindset like as far as being able to deliver a blow like that? I mean, what is it? What is it? What does it take? Well, well, you know what, um, Mike. My head, my coach in high school taught us that basically put our heads between the throat and the numbers um, and wrap up. So we used our helmets as uh, battering rams, um, and that was where I, I aimed every time I tried to hit somebody. I tried to run straight, straight through their throat, basically, or their their, their chest. And um, you know, consequently, um, you know, you, you big hits, yeah. but you know, you you. Uh, You'd you'd be a little squirrely, and so would the guy you knew you hit, you know, after the hit. But uh, that was the way I was taught to tackle. Yeah, you know, and that was the way I delivered the big hits when I was in college. Okay, you did that, but when did it become the spear and using the helmet and all that? I mean, when did all that happen? Because I well, were you guys doing that? It happened. 
Yeah, we were using you were using a helmet. Uh, like I thought, I was taught in high school to use a helmet. You know, so that's nineteen uh, when I first went to high school, nineteen sixty-eight. You know, my coach taught us how to when we block, you put your face in his uh, in his numbers and under his chin, and when you tackle, you we wrapped up and went through his uh, you know through his throat basically with the face mask. Yeah. You know, mm. and we were we were pretty vicious. <laughs> wow! So big hit. so you get to San Diego. And you, you got a new team, and this is where – and you're still in San Diego, right? Isn't that where you live? I'm still in – absolutely, absolutely. You fell in love. I get yeah, it. I got I mean, here. I got here, and I went to a, uh, the rookies to a, a luncheon to introduce us all. And I'm sitting on – I'm riding on the bus from the hotel, and we go to a park. There's a park called Balboa Park in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the, the park, but it's all uh, trees and it's all green. And I saw all these big palm trees and – Big beautiful trees and all this greenery and flowers. I said, I'm never leaving here. <laughs> I said, I don't care if I don't make this football team. I'm not leaving San Diego. <laughs> and so, consequently, I've been uh, a resident since 1977. You know. Wow. And so, even when you go play for the Giants, that's the end of your career. You just you keep your home in San Diego. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, my family stayed back here in San Diego while while I was in uh, New York. Because uh, I had uh, uh, my last son, he was pretty young. Um, so the family stayed back here, and I went back to New York. And basically, I um, I lived with my my my, my parents. <laughs> I paid my mother rent. Hmm. You know, basically, I was never there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I know. Uh, I know. I was never there. So. Well, so but, uh, okay. So take. What about like? Were you in the air? Was it the Air Coriel days? Who was Fouts? Was it Winslow? Who was there with you? Okay, so you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, Such a fun yeah, team to in, watch. Yeah, the Epic in Miami, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, I played with Dan Fouts, Kellen Winslow, Charlie Joyner, Wes Chandler, who you might know from Louisiana. So down good, there, um, so good. Florida. Yeah. And, uh, John Jefferson and Big Louie Kelcher, um, Gary Big Hands Johnson, Mean Fred Dean, um, let's see, Woody Lowe. Yeah, we had some, I played with some Chuck Muncie, James Brooks, Chuck Muncy, wow. Yeah, um, we had really good team. We won three AFC division championships in a row. I know. And went to two, two AFC championship games and came up short both times. Uh, played in 59 below zero weather for one championship, and <laughs> I came away with second-degree frostbite on both my big toes. Are you serious? Yeah. Serious. Wow. To this day, my, my feet are cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you, no you're not going back to Jersey in the winter, I can tell you. That ain't happening. <laughs> you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio as always. I'm Steve Azar. Don't go nowhere. Go to visitmississippi.org if you're going to go somewhere. I'll be right back. I'm still trying to find hey, folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap-and-go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires, or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun-related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, Security Joe Discount Gun Safe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available but discount gun safe has 12 24 up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery with prices starting at just 6.99 we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again visit the showroom of discount gun safe at 2636 old brandon road in pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in mississippi or call 601-939-8233 That's 601-939-8233. 
Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Direct primary care from TrustCare, the state's top-ranked walk-in clinics. Reduce costs by 40%. Plus, your employees receive anytime fast access to their primary care doctor in person or by phone or video chat. No co-pays, deductibles, unexpected medical bills for under $70 per month. So give direct primary care a shot. Call them at 601-707-3370. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to learn more. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rocking down a Mississippi Minute. All 61 of them, just go with it. My brother Joe says that. I'm with Pete Shaw, former NFL, New York Giants. You, How long did you play in the NFL, and then where did you go? What did you do afterwards? I played eight years. I played five in San Diego and three in New York. Um, and my career got cut short because I became uh, good friends with one of the greatest defensive players in NFL history, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. And if you know the Lawrence Taylor story, you know that she liked to stay out late. So we stayed out late too many times. Wow. So, so you got you cut it short on it was self inflicted. It was self inflicted. I I'm old enough and mature enough today to Sure. To admit it. To admit it. And then they went on the next year and won the Super Bowl without Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> well now Corey, we know Corey Miller's been a friend for many years and uh he obviously you guys spent some time together. He was next to L T. Um Right. Uh, but he, he was calling you guys the older guys. I said, Corey, you're going to get in trouble. But then I'm going looking at Corey. I'm going like, man, well, I guess you could say whatever you want. <laughs> so, he's a big, is he not a big, is he a big man or what? <laughs> like, oh, my he is, gosh. He's ginormous right now. He oh, is, my gosh. I, I'm, I kept telling him how big he was. Wow, man. And then looking at Greg Lloyd, and I, I thought Greg was about 35, 40 pounds heavier. And he said 225 is where he's always lived. And, right. And... I'm just thinking, I said, man, I just, but I got to tell you, you and Greg and Dwight, you guys have stayed in really great shape. Like, thank you. I mean, so was that a challenge for you when you did, when football ended and you got your mind straight and your heart and your soul and your body and you go, okay, what did you do after that? And how did you maintain 
looking good and feeling good, especially with what you are going to have to endure, and that is surviving all those hits and the aftermath of it all. Yeah, well, Greg was a martial artist, so he always did martial arts. Um, the White and I, it was, you know, more so that, you know, working out became popular. You remember that era, the 80s, the late 80s, and yeah. 90s, you know, um, going to fitness clubs. That was the boom of fitness clubs back then. You know, before that, it was Gold's Gym and all uh, the fitness clubs. So we did some of that, you know, raising kids because I had uh, three boys. I have three sons and with uh, Wells Fargo Advisors for last uh, 15 years. 15 years now. You're seeing and, uh, a big resurgence with kids now. And my kids, my one's about to head to med school. He loves messing around and day trading. I mean, a lot of his friends are doing it. So it's interesting with everything going on, you know. And obviously, there's been uh, there's been a lot, uh, right? Uh, and and so it's like a it's like the new sport for him. It's the hot topic. Man. Yeah, it's a hot thing to do. I know it is. Really it really is. And uh, <laughs> you know. It's, the toughest people for me to deal with have been the, the millennials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they want everything for free, and they think they can do everything themselves. <laughs> I love it. You know? I love it. I love, Well, the good thing about my show is that a lot of those millennials aren't listening, but everybody else our age is. So, so anyway, it'd be all right. It'd be all right. We all have our kids, and we have. We, but it's been a blessing. Well, here's the deal. I was pretty close to asking you. Well, when I asked you earlier about were you your own agent, look at that. I was. Uh, you know, I was just forecasting yeah, into the close. future. I was forecasting. Yeah. <laughs> forecasting. Uh, you know, it's part of the deal, part of my yeah. magic my magic wand here. Well, the magic wand is over. I'm going to let you go play golf. I heard you get in your car, and I know there's clubs in the back. I guarantee it. And, uh, oh, they're, they're in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Pete, send love to Kari. Gwen sends love. Thank you so much. Pete Shaw, former NFL great, Northwestern University great, and uh, he is now uh, forever ingrained in the Delta Soul family. We appreciate him so much and his wife, Kari. Looking forward to seeing you guys soon. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. The beautiful pal, Pete Shaw. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out what you're going to do, and then we'll go visit Pete in San Diego. Hey, Pete, thank you so much, buddy. <laughs> thank you, Stevie. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate Later it, buddy. Thank Be you. Well. Bless you. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guarantee Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires or you can contact your local branch. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. You can hear the show Saturday afternoons 1 until 3 right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gary Klein and Kelly Jordan are our pros from the Bassmaster Elite Series. Mr. Whitetail Larry Wysoon takes care of all of our big game needs. Plus, Tom Dockin and Ronnie Smith will help you build a better bird dog. Not to mention the fact that we just have a whole heck of a lot of fun with a lot of great guests. I hope you'll be a regular. Hey, we'll see you in the camp house this Saturday at 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.